We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the DGD Podcast. As always, Robert Reynolds, Keon in the building. What's going on? Not much, Keon. So we've got a lot to talk about. Guys, 2024 is, for the most part, done. Uh, final rankings today. Um, I don't know if you saw this, Keon, but 2024 linebacker Chris Cole gets a fifth star based off of 24-7. Did you notice that? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I thought it was huge for him, man, and I think it's great for our class as well. Absolutely. So we obviously just talked about 2024. We're going to talk just briefly on that right there because there's some news that I think we might need to keep in mind as we move into um, the end of the signing class for 2024. That's obviously in February, but um, there's some news there, right? Obviously, Georgia does not land Caleb Downs. Not going to talk about that. Not going to be the dead horse uh, unless it just gets brought up. I'm not going to do it. Um, obviously going to Ohio State. Um, but there is a reason. I, th- I think there's a contingency plan, Keon, uh, in the name of Terry Bussey. I think Georgia has a very good shot to flip this kid from Texas A&M. Oh, I do too. I do think that you're going to see uh, some interesting reports moving forward. We currently have – I believe we had an in-home visit. I believe Georgia had an in-home this, visit. This, this upcoming weekend, I believe he's on uh, yep. visit. Yeah. So, big deal there. Um, obviously, I think that's one that you're probably going to watch for moving forward. And rightfully so. Uh, but first things first, welcome into the DGD Podcast again. Uh, listen, the show is brought to you our friends over at Apotheos. Guys, it's the best coffee in the business. I cannot get my day started without it. it, it Can't do it. It's absolutely necessary. Now, do yourself a favor. Listen, NIL is a prominent feature and fixture in Georgia athletics. The cool thing about us and Apotheos is if you go to our website, go to our website, dgdpodcast.com, and you go to our sponsors, and you go to Apotheos, and you shop there, all right? Check out all the good coffees. I'm telling you, Classic City Dark Roast, Costa Rica, 
uh, actually a good sweet medium blend, guys, get your, get whatever you want, put it in your cart. And when you're checking out, use code CCC, triple C, and you will get free shipping on your order and 20% of every single bag or cake up that you purchase goes to the Classic City Collective because Apotheos is the official coffee and cold brew partner of the Classic City Collective. So you're doing an NIL play while also getting you some damn good coffee. So check them out, dgdpodcast.com. Go to our sponsors tab and shop Apotheos' selection. It's very good stuff. Would not lead you wrong. Would not. Keon, I think a lot of people are here to talk about 2025, man. Uh, 2024, Georgia comes and finishes at number one. right? And might not be done for that matter. But we move to 2025 until we need to come back to 2024, as you know. Guys, there are some names that you need to know. And we're going to get on this early, okay? We're going to get on this early. But these are some names that you need. I think you need to know. And we're going to break it down by position, okay? Um, We're going quarterbacks, running backs, you name it, right? I'm excited for it because I think 2025 can be historic class. We, we, We say this all the time. I think this could be a historic class if shit shapes up the way it should be. Just going to leave that there for you, folks. This is why you stay tuned, right? Uh, If you're in here, man, make sure to like, follow, subscribe, wherever you're watching from. Uh, Follow us on our social medias, too, right? Go to dgpodcast.com, and you can find out everything you need to know. 100%. Yeah. Um, Yeah, let's get started. I think... And I think let's start with the biggest, right, the biggest uh, position group and the most important, and that's the quarterbacks. Ken, did you know that there's a quarterback that reclassified for some, you know, for some reason? I guess he's in Georgia. Uh, Yep, definitely. Uh, Julian Lewis, a.k.a. Juju Lewis, uh, who I believe is currently committed to USC. That he Uh, is. Going to be taking a visit here soon. Uh, to Georgia, I believe in February. Uh, he's rec- he's reclassified, and honestly, as far as I'm concerned, this is quarterback number one. I mean, you know, I, you hear people throw around the name or the words generational often. With Julian Lewis, I think you truly have that. Uh, with not only his skill set but his game planning, this kid is electric. And and the thing about it is he's he's been trained since I mean he's been throwing more balls than any quarterback you could imagine and he was since I would say like seventh grade if not before like he's been doing this for a very long time already um, obviously like I said USC listen my thought is I think he goes and decommits from USC with just a reclassification and I think Georgia's in a really good spot here for that uh, for that recruitment uh, just gonna leave that there well obviously that's one to monitor. Listen, I think that's one of the biggest ones of all, period, in all position aside. Um, but right, we have Juju Lewis. Right, That's a no, uh, known name. Uh, I think some other names that people might need to keep up with is Antoine Hill, right? Uh, Antoine Hill, uh, Warner Robins, Georgia product, right, uh, out of Houston County. About six, you know, 6'4 and a half, 205. I think one team that you got to be careful with, with Antoine is UNC. But if for some reason, you know, 
Georgia can just easily apply pressure if need be. Um, but that's just a na- that's a, one of the names to watch and monitor for too. Uh, really good prospect as well, by the way. Um, I think what you're going to notice is it's Juju and then the other names. It's here and there, if you will. Uh, I think you were looking at McIntyre, but McIntyre commits to um, Tennessee today. So, yeah. you know, there's one. Um, and we're not talking 2026 or down the road. We're just focusing on 2025, okay? So outside of Antoine Hill, you've got a TJ Latif and Ryan Montgomery. TJ Latif is a 6'2", 185 guy out of Orange County at Lutheran High School, right? Um, <clears throat> all these guys are really good as well. Uh, so don't get that twist. I think a team to watch for with TJ, though, uh, outside of Georgia is probably Arizona at this point. Still very young into the recruitment process here. And also Ryan Montgomery, uh, 6'3", 210 out of Finley, Ohio. Uh, Ohio State, obviously, uh, in-state prospect there. Could be one to watch out for. Um, but again, with Julian Sand in the fold, Air Nolan in the fold uh, in this 2024 class, I think that opens Montgomery up a little bit to view more, if you will. And I think Montgomery actually just visited um, Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, obviously, I think the main um, the main prospect to watch here is obviously Juju Lewis, rightfully so. Again, he's committed to USC right now, but listen, he 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 reclassed for a reason, and I don't necessarily know if going to USC is a part of that plan, but it's definitely something you're going to want to sit here and watch. I'm just going to leave that there, Keon. 100%. Definitely something to look out for moving forward. Definitely something to look out for. Without a doubt. Now we move on to the running back position. Um, Obviously, you've got a current uh, commit in the 25 cycle. That's Bo Walker, uh, Cedar Grove prospect. Uh, There's some other names that I think you could keep up with as well. Uh, Usman Kramon, uh, I think out of IMG, I believe. Uh, that kid is a absolute animal. Sorry, excuse me, Lee County. My bad, I was thinking somebody else. Lee County prospect, right? Watch out for Florida State there. But I think this one right here would be very interesting to see. Uh, I think this kid is a absolute stud. Just going to leave that there. Uh, Jordan Davison, um, if, if you're not familiar with Jordan Davison, that is the – um, that is the teammate of one Nate Frazier out in California. Um, Keon, what are you what are you uh, what are you hearing more about Jordan Davison at this point? I mean, he's a certified baller. Uh, love the way how he plays in and out of breaks quick. I think his footwork for me is something that I paid attention to a lot. Uh, especially with him and Nate Frazier. It seems like they're really great with their footwork as well, being able to kind of get a feel for the field. Um, he is a dude for sure. For sure. I think the one thing you got to watch out for here is Texas one team. Um, yeah. I think I think Georgia's going to pressure and try to get this commitment, but I think Texas is probably the main threat here for Davidson. 100%. Uh, 100%. It's, I mean, still, again, you got Nate Frazier. Uh, Alvin Henderson uh, recently off of a visit as well. Uh, Alvin Henderson's out of Elba, Alabama. 5'9", 185 is what he's listed at. Uh, watch for Auburn on that one. Watch for Auburn on the Alvin Henderson uh, sweepstakes here. 100%. Uh, smaller guy, but he's he's thick, man, and he can run. Okay, he can run. 
So um, I think you got that right there. Also, uh, going back to Jordan Davidson, 5'11", 210. And uh, Chroma is six, and a, six foot and a half, about 215. So pretty pretty good size there. And, and obviously, Bo Walker. I think everybody knows Bo Walker. Probably one of the better names. Keon. Mm-hmm. Leave that there. Um, 5'8", 190. Cedar Grove again. Uh, Cedar Grove putting out some good prospects. They sure are. So uh, looking forward to that as well. Um, let us know in the comments who you're most excited to see. If you, excuse me, do you think there's any commits that you think out of the names that we've been calling for? Who do you think Georgia lands? Let us know in the comments down below, Brigade. Um, we're going to keep this thing moving, though. To the receivers we go. Now, 2024 was very, very deep at receiver, right? 2025 should be no different, right? And here's some names I think, Keon, I'm going to let you read off some of these names. Um, some yeah. receivers that we're, we're looking at here. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, Jamie French, big one for me. Uh, yet again, talented guy straight out the bat. Uh, we have Travis Smith, which, you know, that might be one that, you, that dog fans really need to pay attention to. Might be trending towards us. You might want to check, take a look at some of those crystal balls. We also have uh, Cameron Sparks. Uh, we have Shamarius uh, Peterkin. Shamarius Peterkin. Keon, I will take this one right here. Yeah, go ahead. Shamarius Peterkin. Guys, up here in my neck of the woods, Mount Tabor High School in Winston-Salem. Watch this kid play, and he is electric. Uh, obviously, y'all know how familiar and, and versed I am with Grimsley. Uh, they opened up the season, at, or first or second game against Grimsley. Uh, their lone touchdown was like a 69-yard bomb. Shamari, a 6'2", uh, 185 range, probably going to get to about 200 or 190 to 200 by the time it's all said and done. Um, yeah, kid is electric, and he's got – like sneaky, low-key breakaway speed that I'm ecstatic to see. I, I would love to see Georgia come in and BMAC really be aggressive there. That's just, you know, that's just me, uh, you know, seeing that North Carolina stuff play out. But, again, North Carolina's been good to uh, the Georgia dog, you know. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and we'll pull some names back up, and I'll uh, go from there, Keon. I'll let you take it back over. All righty, we got uh, Thomas. Blackshire, uh, CJ Willie, and we have Nazir. Uh, what is this? Newkirk. Nasir Newkirk. That's another one, Keon. That's another one. Now, he is not at Mount Tabor, but he's at Dudley in Greensboro. And Greensboro, uh, if you know, Dudley's known for track speed, man. They are some fast individuals. And to me, Nasir Newkirk's another big body, 6'2. Uh, I want to say 6'2", um, same weight as Peterkin, about 6'2", 185, I would think. Um, actually, if you go to on three, um, George is in the lead for him, if you will, 6'2", six, uh, six, 185. Um, still kind of young in his recruitment, though, but watching him just single-handedly take over games at Dudley um, at times, right, because Dudley's in the 3A classification, and Dudley is throwing up Madden numbers. And Madden points. Um, I'm talking beating people by average of like 40, 50 points. It was insane. Just running track, meets around people. Um, and this in this year was one of those guys that was uh, more than capable of doing that. 
I'm excited for both him and Shamarius. I would love to see them both. That's just me. Uh, <clears throat> not going to throw my recruiting pitch out there, if you know what I mean. But I'd love to see in red and black. That's just that's just my take on it. <laughs> um, and then also Jordan Allen. Uh, Jordan Allen. <clears throat> excuse me. Goodness gracious. Jordan Allen, Jordan Allen, wow, is another name I think people need to keep an eye out for as well. Um, yeah, I, I think the receiver position. Ken, I want to slow this down for a second and look into the receiver position ourselves. How many receivers do you think Georgia should take in this in this cycle? I'm going to say at least two. Um, that's just me personally. If some of the things go the way how we hope they will, I think we'll. I think two will be an easy number for us to achieve. What about you? What what, what amount you think we should well, go for? Well, I think you're gonna. I probably say you go three. Um, looking at the guys that we brought in from the portal, right? I think I, I think three is a good number. There you go. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, a lot of talented guys as far as the top wide receivers that are coming out, man. There's definitely a lot of eyes that uh, should be paying attention to these guys because they're going to be moving around. And I think it's very important. Uh, pay attention to some of these OVs. Take a look at the crystal balls, you know, and I'm, I'm a big believer. You got to you got to read the tea leaves, man. You got to read the tea leaves. These receivers, I, I will say this. Obviously, we're doing this kind of way too early just to get these names out on, the, you know, out in their four year ears. Watch out, though, because these there's going to be some guys that are going to pop out of nowhere. Um, so keep that in mind. We're just projecting what we think, you know, some names to know. We understand that there's going to, like I said, there's going to be people that just pop out of nowhere and just explode, right? That, just leaving that there. Now, explosion. I'm moving on to the tight ends. Um, Georgia seems to already be set for tight ends. Surprise, surprise. Uh, one only Todd Hartley there um, already looking at 2026 now. Uh, ain't that crazy, Keon? I'm trying to tell you. He's getting an early jump on it. And obviously those tight ends are one, Elias Williams, five-star tight end, and then Ethan Barber, that's a four-star. Guys, if you're not familiar with the Elias Williams game, guys, 6'7", 235, out of Camden County, that boy can absolutely fucking ball. Keon, that boy can and, ball. And, and it's crazy. Ball. It's crazy to see it, man, honestly. And obviously he hoops as well. So, you know, you sit in there, you think about it, right? I'm looking at it, and it's just like just his blend of size and speed and, and you know, catch radius and things like that. It's just another, another notch in Todd Hartley's belt if he, obviously all things stay the same. Looking forward to that. Now, with Ethan Barber, Ethan Barber's out of Alpharetta, 6'2 225 vastly different type of tight end. I, you know, I'm looking at Elias is projecting as like a big receipt, big type receiver, right? Um, Ethan Barber, I think can do the same thing, but I think, you, you know, I think both of them are going to need to make sure that their work on the you know, inline blocking and things like that are going to matter. I just feel like you have to, like we saw this with Darnell. I'm not comparing Darnell. I'm just saying we saw this situation you need to utilize those big bodies like that. I, I think that's something that we didn't do with Darnell. And I hope that, you know, that Bobo takes note of that and finds ways to get him the ball uh, because he's actually fast for six, seven. I'm just going to say that. hundred percent. 
Uh, it's nice to know that the tight end spot is pretty set right now, too. Um, but we move to the offensive line, and you start off with the main guy. Number two, depending on where you look at, David Sanders Jr. up here out of Providence Day in Charlotte. Guys, kid is a freak. A absolute freak. Now, the one thing that I'm ex- I'm I'm intrigued. Okay, I'm intrigued to see is if he can gain some weight and hold it and maintain it. Um, kind of light, man, a little bit. Uh, about two two seventy five, two eighty five, I think it was maybe. Got to put a little, got to put a few pounds on. But the athleticism is through the roof. All right, watched him handle it and that tackle just effortlessly moving. And I think that's something that obviously George is going to clamor over. You're going to be fighting Clemson off on this one, though. Uh, just that Charlotte area, Clemson is pushing hard for it. He's locked in a Clemson visit. Uh, listen, he's been to Georgia several times, too. I think this is going to be a battle, though. Okay, it's going to be a battle. Uh, but I do think in the end, if Georgia – I do think it's – I think George is going to test him to see if he can gain some weight and keep it. Uh, but if he's able to do that, I feel like he's a dog at the end. Um, 100%. Just just my thoughts there. Uh, but, yeah, David Sanders is a freak. And we look at Juan Gaston. Guys, Juan Gaston. Beast. I, yeah. It's – don't really know how to say it. Six, seven and a half, three thirty, 3.30 out of Westlake in Atlanta. Um, this kid is an absolute animal. I think he could go down as one of the better uh, offensive linemen in this class, period, when all said and done. 100%. This is a must-get must for Georgia. In-state, must-get. Got to get this one. Got to get it, got to get it, got to get it, got to get it. Can't explain that enough. Uh, Jalen Matthews, <clears throat> excuse me. Jalen Matthews is another one uh, out of New Jersey, right? Uh, commanding late over Penn State, um, six five and a half, two seventy three. Uh, little little light, but I think you know, again, same one of the same with David Sanders. Test the right, test it, see if you can put some weight on, things like that, and then go and and roll with it from there. Hundred um, percent. This next name though, Mason Short. Sounds familiar, Keon. It sure does. Can let, let these let these let these folks know. Uh, well, you know, he was recently committed to uh, University of Alabama. Recently decommitted. Bama well. baby. <laughs> but uh, he recently decommitted. Had a, I believe it was an OV uh, at Georgia. He did. Which, you know, he did. Yeah. Basically, uh, almost after he decommitted from Bama, he goes to take COV at Georgia. Or, yeah. yeah. Or, I don't know if it was an OV or he took a visit for sure. Yeah. He took a visit to, to Georgia. Uh, you know, had had the guys, Tate Ratlich and them. You know, he was hanging out with the he was hanging out with the guys. Yeah. I think Tate was hosting for that. Looked like he had a real good time. Yeah. Uh, out of Evans, Georgia, if you're not familiar, six five and a half, three hundred. Uh, sounds like a familiar number there, if you don't mind me saying. Um, listen, it's not going to be this this 2025 class for what it's worth. You're not going to go. You're not going to go get that level of big bodies like we got in 24 uh, in the 24 class. No need. 
No need. You got 340-pound average. Yeah, I think I think with this class, I think you're going to see a lot more versatility. Um, you're going to see a lot more agile linemen, I think, with this class more than anything. And I think to close it out for the offensive linemen, I think the last one was uh, Cortez Smith. Yep. yep, there it is. Cortez, Cortez Smith. Smith. I think that one's a name that you really need to get. And, and the reason why I say that is because I think he'll be a center at the next level. I think he might play guard or center. I think he might be center. I might be projected yeah. to center. Uh, as you know, center is important, right? 100%. Ask, ask Bama slash Ohio State. Ohio State's got some work to fix Seth, but whatever. Um, not on my team, so I digress. But, yeah, um, you know, again, looking at probably replacing Jared Wilson in the 25 class. So you got to get it done. And I think – and I, and I do think Cortez will be one of those guys. Um, Ken, we we fit the offense, right? We fit the offense. Uh, let's take let's take a second hit our uh, our next sponsor. Ken, you want to tell them who our uh, who the next sponsor is? Alumni Hall, yet again. That's where you need to go to get all of your Georgia related gear. In Athens, GA, that's where we play. You can find them. You go to seventeen ninety one. And go in there and mention the DGD podcast at checkout to receive extra discounts as well. Get that 10%. Get that 10%. But also, to add to Keon, if you go to our website, dgdpodcast.com, and you shop there, right, shop alone uh, a uh, you can also see and support the show. It helps support the show. No discount, but you're supporting the show. So if you want to support, go to the – you know, if you can't make it, but you want to support the show, hit the website up. You're going to do us a favor. Uh, but, yeah, no, thanks, Alumni Hall, as well. Keon, it's time it's time we move to the defensive side of the ball. And, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, I, I am ecstatic for this side of the ball. Let's do it. Let's do that, shall we? Absolutely. First things first, let's hit that defensive line. Um, one of the best prospects in the country overall. Let's start it off. Elijah Griffin down there at Savannah. This is a must-get prospect. Not because not because he's like third or second, depending on where you're looking at. It's because he's fitting one of the biggest pieces of the puzzle in our class and on this team, the D-line. <laughs> and he's second or third, wherever you look at it. Uh, kid is a must-get in this class. I, if I, I don't necessarily see him leaving the state of Georgia, I think this one's going to come down to, for what it's worth, South Carolina might be one to watch for here. Um, maybe Clemson, we'll see. Uh, but I'm at six four two seventy, right? Like I said, Savannah, Georgia, in-state kid. Uh, on three has him as third overall. You have to get this kid. Absolutely have to get this kid. There's no question about it. I mean, as Brennan said here, he's a monster, and there's no other way to get around it. Now, Keon, now Keon, the second name on this list, Justice Terry. That's a uh, current commit. Let, mm-hmm. let let these folks know what's up. I mean, Justice Terry, yet again, certified beast. Um, really excited to see how he uh, continues to develop his senior year. But, man, I'm telling you, this is definitely going to be one that we truly need to watch. He is going to be jumping off of the screen. 
65275 for Justice Terry uh, out of Manchester, Georgia. So, yeah, I'm just saying those two guys right there. You, if you land both of those guys, it's it's nasty work. It's just there's it's just nasty work at that point. Uh, let's do Isaiah Gibson. Isaiah Gibson um, actually just come off of a visit as well. I think this kid will commit to Georgia when all said and done. That's just my thoughts on it. Uh, kids, kids, legit. I mean, I'll, listen, most all these guys on this list are going to be legit. Uh, definitely the top two, and even the third. Um, but that, I mean, that's just my take. I think Isaiah Gibson, he looks a part of what Georgia looks at D line. Do you have anything to add to it? I'm just really excited to see how this class is going to shape out, truth be told. Uh, going ahead and hit him with the next one. Oh, let's do it, shall we? All right, next one, Christian Garrett. Uh, Christian Garrett, <clears throat> excuse me. Christian Garrett's out of Prince Ave, 6'3", 261. Uh, literally, in Athens, literally in Georgia's back door. Um, I think this was one that probably Georgia could get if they need to. Um, so I think, and it comes to that, I think that's one that obviously, you know, like I said, it's right to back door. Uh, definitely think that's gettable. Uh, again, I think a lot of it is to what Georgia wants to get out of this class. Uh, another two, uh, two more names, Kevin Wynn and Stefan Shiver, uh, Shivers. I hope I said that right. Um, also with this D-line class, obviously if you get, if you get, um, two or three of those, Right. Obviously, I think you look at Elijah Griffin, keep Justice Terry, and say if you get a, um, say if you get a, a Isaiah Gibson, right, or Christian Garrett, that D line hall is ridiculous. Considering what you got in the twenty four class, one hundred percent. So, I mean, I'm I'm looking at the D line class. Obviously, you can you know it's you get a couple of those guys. It's going to be extremely top heavy. With elite two, I mean that's two five stars. If you land uh, those, the top two there, uh, but we move to the edge, and I think the edge intrigues me as well, Keon. Um, there, there's just some freaks in this edge class, and I, I think Georgia could go crazy and get get three in this. Yeah, uh, I mean, is that what you're thinking, or do you? I mean, what would your projection be on the on this class? I would say a solid three as well. I think that's a good amount for us, especially uh, how the last class was a little bit light. Well, yeah, because you, uh, I mean, you didn't really get the – I don't think you really got many edge actually at all. I think maybe Quintavious Johnson was the one that you got that you could probably play at edge. Uh, so, you, yeah. so you didn't really get a lot of edge play in 2024. So obviously that means 2025 you'd load up. Uh, and, and, boy, there are some names here. Um Start off a couple here. Zion Grady decommits from Alabama. De- you know, listen, once you de- decommit from Bama, baby, um, Georgia's Georgia's going to push hard for that one anyway. Uh, Jer- you know, let's see, going to going back to um, Zion. So if you don't know about uh, him, it's it's a freak, man. Six four two ten. I think he's a little bit light there. He'll probably bump up. Uh, to probably play in the 225, 230 range. I think that's what prototypically Georgia pushes for uh, out of Troy, Alabama. And like I said, decommitted from Alabama. I think watch for Auburn here, right? Watch for Auburn. Uh, 
but Zion Grady is one that you really want to watch. Keon, what are your thoughts on Zion? Uh, I think he's really impressive, man. I think he, he comes off the edge very smooth. Um, get again, physical up front. I'm going to be excited to see how his recruitment goes. I, yet again, I do agree that Auburn is a team there to watch. Um, another guy I think is going to be very impressive coming out of this edge, this uh, this year's edge class. What was that Jared Smith? Jared Smith, yes. What you got about what you got on Jared Smith, sir? I think Jared Smith is going to be insane. <laughs> He's one of my favorite guys out of that edge class that I've been looking at so far. Yes, yeah, six big mauler of six, a guy. Six six two thirty out of Hoover or Thompson. Excuse Man. me, Thompson and Hoover. Listen. For what it's worth, Hoover or Thompson's always been a Bama pipeline, but Saban's not here no more. So I think there's a chance. Uh, Keon, I think there's a chance. Yeah. And then there's your guy, Bryce Davis. Oh, fucking Bryce Davis. Um, Big baby Davis. Some of the things that I've seen this kid, it's it's freakish, man. It's freakish. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll, we'll talk. So I want to do this. I'm going to come back to this. I want to bring this last one up because I could go on a little quick tangent. Isaiah Gibson, I put his uh, edge too because you could see him be a hybrid guy uh, for what it's worth. Um, so I, I think there is that right there too. Uh, Bryce Davis, though, guys, if you're not familiar, 6'4, 235 up here at Grimsley, a teammate of Jamal Jarrett. And. Just if, if you've watched some of his t- tape or if you just watch him in practice, his, his his motor, for one, his motor, uh, don't really see a lot of plays getting taken off. Um, yeah. But at the same time, the, the get off for this kid is is stupid. Uh, it's, watch, it's almost like he has springs in his legs. I, I've watched this kid hit from a C gap. Uh, no, not C gap. Uh, about a, probably a five or six. To, or, no, five. Yeah, he'll five. Uh, and swing it and do an A-gap stunt and was in the backfield before the other guys got off the ball. And I was just like, what? It is mind-boggling, the fat, the speed that this kid gets off the ball with. Um, also, excellent, excellent pass rusher. But even more importantly, the kid can set the edge amazingly well. Long arms, guys, um, keeps them and uh, forces running backs inside. Uh, but also closing speed if they want to try to go out and bump out. So, that, that's obviously something that's super important there with the edge position. As you can tell, dude, listen, kid needs to come on and commit to Georgia, man. Just just get that over with, you know, personally. I'd, I'd love to see that, but that's just me. Keon, we're going to move to linebackers. I'm going to let you talk about this one. Um, five-star linebacker, right? Five-star linebacker, Riley, is it Pettijohn? Yeah. Tell us PD John. PD John. Okay. Tell us more about this. Uh just I tell mean, us more about it. this 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 guy is a certified baller, man. Coming out of my high school, McKinney High School out of McKinney, Texas. This dude, I'm gonna tell you this. That defense, uh, with him and Xavier Philosemi punching, punching, uh very, very fast. Truthfully, he was a wide receiver turned linebacker. And I think it's one of the biggest things to note. He is explosive. He is hitting gaps and coming off that edge, something crazy. That is something I think, uh, I do think he is one as far as the linebackers go for us this year. He is definitely one for us to watch. 
uh believe he's 63205 210 yeah has him listed about 200 but basically that 205 range looks, yeah looks so uh, definitely an explosive guy i'm i'm so excited to see him i'm so excited to see him play this senior year cuz i know that defense is going to go crazy McKinney is going to be something to reckon with moving forward. That defense is crucial, and they are out there punching on something. Yeah, I think that's <clears throat> that's an interesting name because that's another linebacker. When when we just brought up the sh- the start of the show, right? George gets it just gets three linebackers, two of them five stars, right? And then you look mm-hmm. and then you look at another five star there that you're trying to push for as well. Um, some other names here, obviously Zayden Walker, guys. Zayden Walker. It's he's he's I don't even know how to explain it. Kid is a freak, man. It is a unreal, unreal, unreal. It is nasty work, guys. (laughs) Nasty work. Um, obviously, the Georgia prospect, too. In state kid. Oh boy, that is I I don't really know how to, to put it there, but yeah, the kid is a freak. Um, Depend on, you know, he's an outside linebacker, but I think also you could depend on – I think Georgia probably would put him as a backer because I don't see him being tall enough to play the edge that Georgia typically looks at prototypically. Uh, looking at like a six one and a half, six two, route 225. Again, that fits the – what you're looking at a linebacker perspective there, right? Ties out. Um, again, absolute freak, right? Uh, Schley County. So – Another in-state kid. If you've not noticed, 2025 is absolutely stacked in the state. Of yeah. I, well, I mean, overall, when you look at the linebacker position, you are getting certified dogs each and every level, every last one of these guys. Then you have J- uh, Jaden Pilati there as well yep. out of Buford, Georgia. Teammates, former teammates with K.J. Bolton as well. Man, aggression. Plays with aggression, plays with a high motor. I'm excited to see what his senior year looks like. Um, Want to see more of his coverage ability, being able to kind of get sideline to sideline. Downhill, he's bullying. Yeah, he's a There's he's no a way. physical freak when it comes to being aggressive and, and tackling. You're gonna if you know you're gonna get a, a, a very sure tackler with with Perlotti. Hundred percent. Again, 100%. I, I think the the coverage is something that you'll probably see the growth there. Try to you know senior year grow upon that. Uh, again, if, if if you're committed to Georgia and if he sticks, I think Schumann's going to be the best guy to develop you too. Um, so I, I think there is that as well. Uh, another, uh, let's see some other names here. Uh, Nathaniel Owusu Botang, kid out of IMG, six two two ten. I think you're looking at you know in-state schools there, Florida, Miami initially, uh, but I do think that is a name that you probably want to keep an eye out for. Definitely want to there it is. Absolutely. Ding Fraser done. Um, <clears throat> but no, I think that's another name that you probably want to watch out for to see what transpires there. So it could be something mm-hmm. brewing. Uh, and then also Christian Gas. A lot of people probably not might not know that name, but the kid can ball. Okay. <laughs> the kid can absolutely ball. Um, that's another one too. I think you probably see him as a hybrid situation too. Um, depending on how you view it, right? You depend on how you project them. It's, uh, it's it's how you project them. Yet again, I uh, pulled the list back up so the people can see them. Uh, 
yet again, top to bottom, no matter how you look at it, no matter how you slice it, it is nothing but certified dogs, certified dogs in this linebacker class. Uh, really just had a conversation. It's crazy. I was on Twitter spaces just yesterday having a conversation like, man, Georgia's got to offer this kid. I mean, I've been seeing him play these past couple of years up close. This kid is a baller yet again, Riley. Shout outs to him. He actually just got his offer today, which was the craziest thing in the world because we was just having this conversation 24 hours ago. Yeah. I'm like, man, like we got to offer this kid. And hopefully we get him yet again. Uh, dude, just a physical guy, man. And I think that's something that, you know, Glenn Schumann and, and Muschamp are definitely cued in on. Uh, certified dog. It's it's gonna be crazy. I'm excited to see how these guys' senior years shape out. Uh, their junior years, for the most part, each and every last one of these guys that we have here on this list, they have sat up here and made play after play the game changers. So moving forward, really excited to see how that senior year looks. Also, if you're in, if you're listening, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're listening or tuning in right now, let us know what your thoughts are. If you'd like to hear about more of these these. X, Twitter X spaces, man. A um, lot of insight there into Georgia football. Then obviously, um, easy access to myself, Keon, right? Yep. So, you know, we we did that last Wednesday. Keon, how'd that go? Went pretty well. Uh, truly enjoyed it. Look forward to possibly doing another one moving forward. Um, but overall, I, I felt like it worked out pretty well. Yeah, I think we need to see what the brigade thinks. So let us know in the comments if you like the idea. Um, and if you do, just go to our Twitter or just go to the website and find us on Twitter um, and be on the lookout for those if that's the case. Again, a lot of insight into recruiting, the current state of the team, anything Georgia-related, you can hear that on there. And it's very easy, right? Very easy. It's, it's yeah. very quick and accessible to speak to us. Um, it's almost like mm-hmm. it's almost like a call-in show, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess for me, that's probably the best way to explain it. It's kind of like a call-in show, but it's very quick and accessible. You don't have to do a lot. You know what I mean? It's pretty simple. And 100%. It's very, very, very interactive. Um, but, yeah, just let us know what you think about that in the comments. And if you like it, we get enough traction, we might just run with it uh, and see what happens. But, Keon, we've got some secondary to cover. Um, secondary is about to be interesting, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's it. see here. First things first, Naeem Alford. Naeem Alford, <clears throat> Bama prospect, right? Bama prospect, but uh, I think it's going to be a lot of in-state situation there with him. I do think, I do think that Georgia can make a push for there. And if you do with T-Rob, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, just going to leave that there. Uh, that kid is that kid is downright dangerous. Folks, downright dangerous. Yep, absolutely. Looking forward to seeing how his senior year goes out. Uh, very physical, most definitely. I mean, he's definitely a person you don't want to play a game of tag with because he's going to be hitting you up. Uh, I'm excited, man. Yep, yep. No, I think you're right, man. I definitely think you're right there. 6 180. Uh, fifth overall in the country. Auburn's actually got a slight lead if you look at projections, however you take them. Um, again, it's all about, you know, how you feel about it. But, yeah, 
Uh, <clears throat> see, next on the list, Jonte Gilbert. Now, Jonte Gilbert is out of Douglas, right in Atlanta area, 61180. Um, look, you know, I, I think Georgia was a player there. Uh, I'm curious to see, though, you know, if you, I guess, again, projections got him looking at Clemson and South Carolina, but Georgia's a major factor there. I'm just curious to see if that is someone that Georgia really pursues hard with, if that makes sense. Um, but I do think, right, I do think that he's worth the take. He, he's a take in this class, if that makes sense. 100%. 100%. Uh, let's see. Next one, Kobe Sellers. Kobe Sellers. Uh, probably somebody that, you know, Georgia might not necessarily be as in on at the moment. Do think that there's potential to see some of that come in. Uh, again, we'll see what that looks like as well. Um, Chris Ewald. I think Chris Ewald to me is more intriguing here. Um, former Michigan DB commit recently decommits after like almost immediately after a Georgia visit. Uh, and, and I think – that T-Rob and the staff are going to push hard for this one. That's just my thoughts. And honestly, that's what I want as well. 5'11", 6", 6 um, excuse me, 5'11", 161, so a little bit light. Um, yeah, so uh, let's see. Other ones, Drayden Fulbright, um, Tay Harris. Obviously, Keon, Tay Harris decommits uh, sun- mm-hmm. Sunday. Uh, you know, ironically, Kirby goes to Cedartown. Yeah. Goes to Cedartown today. Uh, and then at the safety position, I think this is interesting. Keon, Anquan Figgins. Anquan Figgins, I think George is going to try to make a play with Dante, uh, Coach Williams here. 100%. Uh, I could see him. I could definitely see him coming in and, and trying to bridge the gap there. He, again, Figgins was a definite, like, a. Uh, Luck almost, I would say, what felt like a lock to USC, but again, Dante Williams leaves. I think that's a name to watch, definitely. That's a name to watch. Um, Keon, overall, some of these names, which what are some names that stick out to you as ones that Georgia is a must have? Um, what are you most excited for? Uh, for me, I'm gonna say Jonte. Uh, there's a couple other guys that I was looking at as well. Um, but as of now, I'm looking at Jonte as the main one that I think we truly got to go in with. Uh, Figgins as well, that's another one. I think Dante is going to help us close the gap on that. Yeah, I think for me, obviously, I've got some of the North Carolina kids, right? I'm going to go back on them. Obviously, Bryce Davis, Shamari sitting this year. I'm going to keep, obviously, heavy eyes on there. Love to see him in red and black. Um, outside of that, though, give me Elijah Griffin. And Justice Terry paired up. I would absolutely love that. Um, and Zion Grady, if you can make it happen, give me that bolster that defensive line and the edge up for sure. I think that's going to be key. Now, out of out of the uh, corners slash uh, safety group, uh, out of the corner group, yeah, I'd definitely go with those two. I think Riley is one that you have to go with as well. Uh, strong, fast, physical, plus. It also helps us when it comes to truly developing that Texas pipeline. Uh, yet again, you named the defensive lineman as well that I was looking at. Uh, Got to go with Big Bryce. Big baby Bryce. Can't leave him. 
Terry as well. Yet again, you named everybody on that defensive line that I think that we should go with. But as far as like the linebackers and stuff go, um, you, you got to keep Jaden. Uh, I heavily pursue Riley and Zayden as well. You get those two. I think our linebacker class looks insane. I think it's a good comment to wrap this thing up with, man. <clears throat> Samuel Matthew over on Twitter, or X, says, Georgia could not leave the state meeting that they could stay in state and get a number one class. That is how deep this class is in the state of Georgia, to, to, put, it, to put it into perspective. Obviously, Kirby's going to go nationwide. There's a reason why he brought in Dante. There's a reason why he went and brought in T-Roth. You brought in some heavy hitters on the recruiting trail. And all of them should pay off in 25. 100%. Keon, it's time we wrap this thing up, man. Um, let these folks know what they need to do. A couple of things, right? First, you need to follow the DGD podcast on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Follow me. I'm Keon, K-E-O-N. Or you can just put in the at name, Podcast Poppy, two eyes. Follow us, especially if you want to be more plugged in uh, with the Georgia Twitter spaces that I host. Definitely uh, follow us and stay up to date on them as well. We talk Georgia football year-round, daily, weekly, um, truthfully, hourly. Definitely want to stay tuned in. But... uh, I do want to let everybody else know this as well. To close this out, Rob, if you're not a Georgia fan, your team is trash, and you have to deal with that. That's, good that's night. a fucking fact. We're wrapping it up. Have a good one. We'll catch you all next time, and go dogs. Go dogs.